If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Angela Bishop, and for the past 30 years, I've been lucky enough to interview some of the funniest, loveliest, and zaniest celebrities around. There have been some cracker interviews, but what you see on TV is usually just a fraction of what's actually recorded. Find out what went off before the cameras went on. This is Starstruck with me, Ange Fisher. Hard to believe it's been nearly 35 years since Kylie Minogue first appeared on our screens as Charlene Mitchell in Neighbours. Since then, she's rarely been out of the spotlight with every aspect of her life coming under scrutiny, from her relationship with in excess frontman Michael Hutchins to her very public battle with breast cancer. The Princess of Pop has risen above every hardship to become the highest-selling Australian female artist of all time. I first met Kylie in the 90s just as her career started heading into the stratosphere and I've been lucky, lucky, lucky to keep in touch with her ever since. In 1997, some kind of bliss hit the charts and Kylie was happy to chat about all sorts of things. We literally sat down in the VIP area of her party at the Grand Pacific Blue Room on Sydney's Oxford Street and had our on-camera chat. You might hear some of the fellow revellers in the background. I think I've been very fortunate that I've been accepted in, in many different phases. The unauthorised biography that hit the bookstores around the same time. I mean, these people are deluded. I don't know where some of these stories come from. Her love life. To be single at the moment, um, I've, I had a fantastic relationship with my boyfriend for the past two years. And her sister, Danny. The bottom line is we're sisters and we do sisterly things and we're there for each other if need be. And how she rises above the critics, including those who dared call her the singing budgie. The more you prove yourself, the less of an easy target you can be. Fast forward to 2006 and an exclusive cocktail party for 120 guests was held in her honour at Wildfire in Sydney. She was happy to stop for a chat on her way in, but that chat was rudely interrupted in a very unexpected way. Your big shows in Sydney, are you thrilled to be here? Um, I'm ecstatic to be back in Australia in general, yeah. And uh, is this the last time you're going to be able to do this really big show for a while, do you think? Is this people's last chance to see you do something Uh, huge like this? You know what, without um, causing alarm, I would say, yeah, probably for a while because I think I've achieved so much with this show that um, it would probably be slightly foolish to to rush into trying to, to beat this. I think it's really turned out to be such an experience for for the audience and for myself but for the audience well the Brisbane uh, crowd loved it they loved it they were going crazy and uh yeah I can't wait to to get around the rest of the country oh what's this I think you've got a flash mob what is that a flash mob (laughs) 
auto career, there's one question she's constantly been asked. Since the very beginning, I've been asked, which do you prefer, singing or acting? I mean, way, way back in the day. And um, there is no answer to that. It's, it's both of them because, yeah, they, they occupy a different space within me. I caught up with her again in 2015 when she was in town for the Arias and also gearing up for the release of her Kylie Christmas album. It was so good to actually have some one-on-one time with her and we covered a fair bit of ground. So good to have you home. Thank you. And in time for music's Night of Nights, the Arias. Yes, and it is my great honour to be inducting, or helping, <laughs> induct Tina Marina into the Hall of Fame. Amazing. You guys have a, a couple of things in common. You're both super tall. Yeah. You both have had remarkable careers in that lasting careers. What you're saying is we've both been around for quite a while. I hear you. I get that. I can say that because <laughs> I have been too. I don't know Tina that well, but kind of through the family and of course through my sister and young talent time, I got to watch her. I just couldn't believe that a small human could do what she was doing. <laughs> they must have fed them something at, at YTT <laughs> that made them like that. Now you mentioned Danny. A long time between drinks for you two to do a duet. Sure was. We've done performances together and she joined me on tour to perform Kids and you know we've done some stuff on stage in in London. Our wonderful cat fight on the Kylie show, which was filmed in 2007. But yeah, it's certainly a long time. It's been Christmas for me since June. I'm like, (laughs) hallelujah, the world's (laughs) catching up and everyone else has got decorations. I've had decorations everywhere. Well, I look you can't get into my house for tinsel. In the studio. I sleep in this. (laughs) And that must have been I nearly set the studio on fire because I was so intent on putting uh, tinsel everywhere. We were filming all this, everything in there, and I wanted it to look just so festive. So I finished, you know, doing a vocal take, going to the studio, I've forgotten I've done that. And <laughs> it comes in going, mm, yeah, smoke. <laughs> oh, that would be great if I burned down Angel Studios recording my Christmas no. album. So the rest of this album is fantastic. You've got some other great duets on it. James Corden yeah. on The Late Show. I yeah. went up and saw him do an episode of that. He's it was amazing. incredible. How did that come about? Are you guys buddies? I've known him for a while. I went to his wedding reception. Might be the most drunk I've ever been. (laughs) Blame him for that. Did you do anything terribly embarrassing? No. I just just paid the price. Ah, felt ordinary the next day. For more than one day. Okay. It's unexpected that he's doing the duet and then the double surprise is that he sounds the way he does and it's not a comedic song. He just sounds honest and sweet and tender. Much more sweet and lovely sounding than, say, Iggy Pop. We wanted to have a kind of Beauty and the Beast moment. Cool. So, I'm the Beast. We needed to find a beauty. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, texted little messages with signs like, Iggy, I'm so glad you're doing this. And he sent one back, which was like this, but no top on. Oh, Iggy. Yeah. Yeah. He's got real wardrobe problems. He needs (laughs) to get a stylist. He he never seems to wear a top. Maybe he's got it right. I mean, obviously not for us, but... Yeah. yeah, simple. It does work for him. Particularly in I'd like to think if we duetted, he would at least have a, something gold and spangly on lower half. There's someone you are close to is this new man, Josh. Josh or Joshua? Oh, Joshua. He's very handsome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you bring him to Australia with you? Mm, um, not here, no. <laughs> not to, that was the worst answer ever. Did I? Okay. <laughs> It's hard to remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you know, there's been so much going on. Um, I did, actually, yeah, but he's gone now. Was that his first visit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I bet he loved everything he saw. Yeah. Met the fam? 
Some of them, yeah. Oh, how cool. That's so exciting. Yeah. But you won't be here for Christmas. You're going to be back in No, there. I've got to head back, um, gosh, in three weeks. Don't panic, Minogue. <laughs> I uh, have my show at the Royal Albert Hall. Um, <gasps> what a venue. Yeah, I know. And I was just there uh, a week ago doing... Um, Royal Variety. And what did Prince Harry say to you before he planted that big kiss on you? <laughs> what a shocker! No, I was like, no real. it's a royal lineup. You've got to, because I'm normally the one who does something wrong in a royal lineup. Like when, <laughs> when I got my OBE with Prince Charles and I did the double hand grab. I mean, I always stuff something up. So uh, I thought, just do the thing and. Oh, yeah, Harry came in for the double kiss. How good is that? Go but what figure. did he say? You, you let out a huge laugh. What, oh, what? I don't even know what he said. You so rabbit in the headlights <laughs> with that kind of thing. Um, but he was very charming. That was your last time at the Royal Albert Hall before you yeah, got Yeah, so concert. just to stand on that stage and, and see the venue and see. I'm hoping people will dress up for, for my night, but on that particular night, that's just a sea of tuxedos and, you know, everyone looked beautiful. So pretty excited slash nervous yeah. about that. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. G'day, Sandra Sully here. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you're looking for more to listen to, head over to Short Black with me next. I talk to all kinds of amazing women who are making a difference. Good women, great chat. In 2018, I had a funny interview where I was in the studio and Kylie was in Berlin to chat about her golden album. She was so proud of this album. It was a definite departure. You might remember the fabulous line dancing, some cowboy boots and a lot of gold. It was a truly wonderful album that really resonated with fans and she was pretty excited about it. Great to talk to you from Sydney to Berlin. Your album Golden is finally out. How does it feel? Amazing. Uh, like, I could, I could not have dreamt of, of it feeling better. The, the response has been incredible. And, you know, there's always that um, kind of anxiety and trepidation leading up to the release. And now it, it is out and people, have already, people are already claiming it as, as their own. And that's like, that's the best, the best thing for me. The best thing I could have wished for. You travelled to Nashville to write it, and when it comes to songwriting, there's no better place to go. Because these songs with a sort of a country feel have so much more lyrical content, did you find yourself, I don't know, being a little bit too literal at first? Like, um, I don't know, I hate his guts, but i got to move on? Or did it come pretty naturally to you? <laughs> um, there, there was a balance. There was definitely times where we'd have to pull it back a little bit. I said, this works in Nashville, but we've got to take this back to my kind of pop dance sensibility. But I, I really have to say that taking that kind of country route and that inspiration did allow me to really do very different lyrics. I mean, I'm still talking about 
you know, love. Most of my songs are about that. But was able to put in, you know, I talk about rodeo and horses and cars and a, quite a bit of Americana, but keep it enough in my world. Yeah, there are songs there about love and loss. You were kind enough to invite me and a bunch of, uh, a very great bunch of people to a special listening party very early on before anyone else got to hear it. That was fun, wasn't it? It was, it was great. And as you know, I've suffered a, a different kind of loss to yours, but I really related to that song, Music's Too Sad Without You. That really, that really touched me. Tell me about that song. Oh yeah, that must have. Um, that song was written with Jack Savaretti, who's an Italian-English artist, and we actually did it for um, a friend who was making an independent film. So it wasn't meant to be for my album, but we, we loved what we came up with and everyone else seemed to like it too, so that was like a, that was like a gift. I think that was a karmic gift because we were, we were doing something for someone else and everyone loved it. So um, I'm sure that meant a lot to you and thank you. I think music can either lift you up and work a lot to make you feel better, but sometimes it brings sad memories too. Yeah, and I, I, the feedback I'm getting on the album so far is that all of that's in there. And you could, it all depends on where you are in your life and your mood, your day, how you're gonna, how those songs will affect you. But I guess what's most touching to me is that, is that they are affecting people. Or if you just want to let, let loose and dance, I mean, just, just enjoy the melody and the, the beat of a song. But, um, but there's definitely more content than I think I've had in, in recent times. Yeah, it's incredible. I think when I, when I get to touring, there's going to be a big sing-along. Oh, I think so too. And a dance-along with actual Corey. Yes. <laughs> I've already got the boots picked out that I will be wearing. And a lot of glitter. I mean, you know, some things never change. <laughs> Emotional glitter. Yeah, emotional glitter. That's a good title, actually. It is. Good, a good tour title. Now, you've got a big birthday coming up in May. Mm -hmm. Would you ignore turning 50 if you could? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's hard for me to imagine because I've asked about it every day. Um, it's hard for me to imagine not sharing that. But I know, I mean, I've seen a lot of my friends the same age go through this kind of transition where they just... You know, some things click and make sense and a, a real sense of acceptance as well. So I'm enjoying it. I feel, you know, life's good right now. I feel very realistic and I think that's led to an authentic album. So, yeah, I'm just trying to in, enjoy the good times and, and, and embrace them. Something else that's happening in May is the royal wedding of Harry and Meghan. Have you scored an invite? <laughs> I haven't. I've been asked a lot about that as well. If one came through the post, I'd, I would definitely be buying a hat. <laughs> they seem so happy. It seems like a lovely coupling. Yeah, yeah. I wish them all the best. Now, this is a girl-to-girl -girl question. Mm -hmm. I know your hair is naturally very curly and you're now sporting a fringe, beautiful bangs. Yes. How are you keeping them looking so good? How come they don't turn into poodle curls halfway through the day? <laughs> this is... It, well, it, <laughs> it did. It did the other day. That's such... A, such this is such girl talk. Um, this is all smoke and mirrors, by the way. I wish I woke up like this, but, uh, but I don't. But I, I have, I mean, for work, this is, this is what I do, but I have to say in kind of real life, I've been embracing the curls. I've been letting them just do their thing, which takes a bit of time, a little bit of taming. But yeah, they're, they're kind of joyful. 
if a bit wild, <laughs> slash close to Krusty the Clown. I, I have the same hair and I'm still not brave enough to walk out the door with it, but I will be inspired by you. Of course, we first saw the curls when you were Charlene on Neighbours. Annie Jones has just returned to the show. Would you ever go back for, for even a cameo, for even a moment? I haven't seen, I haven't seen that, but I, I mean, my jaws hit the floor again, just at the mention it. The plain Jane Super Rain came back into Neighbours. I have to check it out. Uh, what was the, I was too excited. What was the question about curls? Oh, would I, would I go back? Um, I, I can't imagine it. I, I don't know. I don't know how I would find Charlene again. I think she's so, she's lived so kind of amazingly well in people's memories that I don't know I think it, I think it might ruin it so uh I guess she'll stay in Brisbane for a bit longer <laughs> but I do want to see Plain Jane and Annie Jones is such a gorgeous person and actress I just I'd love to see her yeah she is she went she started back on the show just a couple of days ago and she looks fantastic she's brilliant wow you gave an interview to the Australian Women's Weekly where which was a very reflective one and I know it was done with a close friend but you mentioned the fact that with your treatment for breast cancer years ago, you actually went through menopause. So when and when that happens down the track, it's going to be the second time for you. That's something that struck me as something that um, a lot of women out there may have to face. Is that, is that something that's bothering you or, or are you better prepared than the rest of us? Well, that's a girl-to-girl conversation. I do think that it's, it's spoken about more, definitely more than it used to be. And I think it as part of cancer treatment, that's, uh, that's just one of the kind of barrage of things that you have to kind of deal with and, and uh, cope with. But I just think in general for women now, we've, we are good at talking and good at supporting each other and, and, uh, and men are good at supporting us. And there's no real way around it. So you just have to find your, you know, what's going to work for you. And be thankful you've, you've reached this point in your life. I mean, that's that's the way I hope I can look at it. I think for all of us too, indeed. You put out a tweet asking everyone to name their favourite deluxe track on Golden. I'm going to give you mine. Oh, what is it? It's Low Blow. I just love that song. <laughs> Low Blow. It's like, it's like um, those, uh, those questionnaires that reveal your true personality, which of the deluxe tracks, because they're all very different. Mm. So you've gone for the cheeky Low Blow, okay. <laughs> I think that was the last song we wrote for the album. What was the most popular answer? I think the most, I think the most popular was between, it's a tough call actually, but probably between Lost Without You and um, Every Little Part of Me. Very cool. You were due to come and pay us a visit a couple of weeks ago and you weren't well and um, I'm glad you got better. Uh, I know, I'm, I'm so, I was absolutely gutted. I really was so excited to be coming back and to to do this show. I had all my band, my crew, everyone was in Australia. I, I had a temperature of 38.5 and was, um, couldn't leave the hotel room. So, Oh no. I guess at this point in a, in a schedule, it, it gets pretty intense and the wheels had to come off somewhere. And unfortunately they came off there. So I apologize for not making it back and I'll be back as soon, as soon as I can. Healthy and happy. And do you think that might involve not just a, an over Red Room gig, but you, you have to tour this album, surely. I am so excited to tour this album. We haven't locked in Australian dates, but we'll, we're working on that. Already just doing the, the small kind of promo shows. We did 10 songs from, the, from an album that people had basically not heard, and the response was incredible. I loved every second. 
I literally loved every second of it, and so, you know, all the more reason I just... So, so gutted not to make it to Oz, but um, I feel like the, the concerts are possibly going to be a bigger sing-along than they have been in the past. And then the challenge is to work in, I mean, if, if I am reading and getting response correctly, people pretty much want every track from the album, so that'd be an absolute pleasure for me to do. And then to choose which hits we incorporate from 30 years worth of music, what, what do we incorporate into it? But I think it's going to be super, super fun. I literally can't wait. I say do them all. <laughs> do them all, Kylie, and then give us the 30 years of hits around the outside. Sounds like the goods. Okay, we're on. <laughs> Well, Kylie did end up revisiting Charlene at the end of 2019 for a tourism ad promoting Australia to the Brits. I didn't know she was coming back, but just like that, she was in the room. That's how I first became known to the British public, so it kind of made sense. And I thought, okay, I can do this. Yep, got it. I can do this. But it was totally and utterly surreal seeing Charlene look back at me from the mirror. I feel like I am a a walking advertisement for Tourism Australia anyway because I've been talking about it for 30 plus years around the world and I'm such a proud Aussie and I know how excited I get to come home and we wanted to remind the British public that we're far away but it's worth it when you get there. On the inside I am screaming with pure joy and delight. It's one thing to kind of see koalas on a tree, but to actually be sitting on their branch for a few brief moments. What was the favourite spot you got to visit? I had to be Uluru. It's the first time I've ever been there. I got to stand and look at Uluru with a couple of the elders from that community, and it was just, you know, it it feels deep. Has Paul had Christmas in Australia yet? Yeah, well, last year Paul came to Australia and it was Meet the Fockers. So it was, a, it was a, a big Christmas in more ways than one. But they love him and he's really been welcomed into the family. And yeah, it's all going great. Thank you. This was a top secret shoot. Imagine you have one of Australia's most instantly recognisable celebrities sneaking back home to Australia and flying literally from one end of the other and filming in you know, locations like Bondi, Tarongazoo, Rottnest Island and not being spotted by anyone. Undercover spectacular. What's not to love about Kylie Minogue? From her beginnings right here at Channel 10 as Charlene in Neighbours, to her everyday life now, often hobnobbing at Buckingham Palace or mixing it with some of the most famous people in the world, she's always remained true to her fans. She's truly one of the legends of the Australian entertainment business and one of the most down-to-earth performers you can ever meet. I love her. Thanks for listening. I'm Ange Bishop and this has been Starstruck, a Studio 10 podcast for 10 Speaks. 10 Speaks' latest podcast, 10 News First Person, will bring you amazing stories from all over the country, stories that matter from journalists with passion. I'm Neralda Jacobs and I'm proud to present these stories to you. You can find 10 News First Person on the 10 Speaks page on 10 Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hold up. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.